Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Happy Thanksgiving. I mean, it's two, well, it's two <laughs> days early, but, you know, to our American listeners, um, as you know, last week we covered a Thanksgiving film by the name of Alien Abduction. Um, we have another Thanksgiving film this week, and it's also another request episode. Uh, this was requested by Ryan from the Movie So Bad They're Good podcast. And, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, well, we, we say Thanksgiving in the lightest sense. I mean, Alien Reduction happened around Thanksgiving. Um, this film, Home Sweet Home, happens around Thanksgiving. Um, it's not really... Say, like... A Christmas film, you know, It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas film. Home Alone is a Christmas film. It's surrounded by Christmas, whereas I, I found the last two films just sort of happened to be happening yeah, around Thanksgiving. I think that's there's, the same. There's a turkey involved. I think it's still the same thing, but because there's obviously so little um, Thanksgiving films, I mean, there's literally this Blood Rage and I mean technical oh, alien abduction and the fake trailer for uh, yeah, the Eli Roth film in Grindhouse. That that I think that was literally just called Thanksgiving. Um, but that's it. I think that's why people you know when we have to associate these with Thanksgiving because that's really the only kind of films we've got for that sort of. Yeah. yeah. I think the filmmaker had the intentions of jumping on that bandwagon because obviously before this you'd have uh, Black Christmas. Was April for, April's Fool's Day before this? Uh, no. Um, I think April's April Fool's Day afterwards. And then you had the likes of, uh, obviously, Halloween. So I think... New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. Uh, Christmas Evil may have been before or after this. But I think, um, you know, I think the filmmakers did try jumping on that bandwagon. Uh, but essentially, all that's very Thanksgiving-y, if that's a word... Uh, about any of these films is that families are gathered round a turkey. Yeah, yeah, no, pretty much. That's. But then I'm, I, in fairness, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, us being British, I don't think either of us are a hundred percent sure about what Thanksgiving really entails. No, no, not really. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's. I think there's a lot more, uh, a lot more American people obviously class these as Thanksgiving films because obviously. That's probably what it's like, is turkey and uh, yeah, just saying they're thankful for things. Oh no, this film, uh, they, they don't say they're thankful for a lot because they all fucking hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> so this was uh, one of the Video Nasty films in the UK back when it was released in 1981. <laughs> I really don't understand I'm, why. It's one of those I'm not sure why. I mean, some films you watch, like you got Evil Dead, Zombie Fleshy, you should watch those and you're like, you know what? Yeah, they are Video Nasties. They are balls to the wall. Top gore, great kills, whatever. You know, it's really extreme. But then this... This is dry. Nothing really... It's dry as that turkey. Yeah. Well, it's directed by um, Nettie Penner. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. Um, female director. Didn't make anything else. No. But <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> lucky... Thank God. Lead actor... Jake Steinfeld, again, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, is actually a fitness icon, and he has his own brand called Body by Jake. Yeah, I think he's a little embarrassed by this film. Yeah, I mean, I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, and then, this is also Vanessa Shaw's film debut, who went on starring Hocus Pocus, The Hills of Eyes remake, and Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, and that's literally the only trivia we have for this film. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, this, nothing really out it's there. It's bizarre. There's there's nothing about this film. I mean, bloody disgusting. They wrote an article on about how about how terrible it is, but that's it. There's no research to be done. No, no nothing about the making of the film. No. Um, I'm not even sure how much it cost. Well, no, there's no budget online. No, um, I don't think there was a budget. If I'm I honest, I don't think there was. Um, but yeah, this is this is something. Something it's else. Awful. It's truly, truly awful. It's the most bizarre slasher film I've ever seen. It's a terrible, terrible film. And not even fun. It's not even fun. 
I don't know. I've, a lot of it was very funny. I thought I was bored. <laughs> but anyway, we might as well get through it. Yeah, the plot is an escaped mental patient makes his way to the Bradley's Thanksgiving celebrations where he plans to make them a little less thankful. I mean, that's not really possible because they're not thankful at all anyway. And also, the most confusing thing about this film is the relationships between everyone. It's so confusing. I mean, the plot description describes him as the Bradley's family, but I think one of their names is Bradley. It doesn't make any any sort of sense at all. Um, from what I can gather, this is what I got booked from the end of the film. I think... Bradley is the first name. It's from his first name and his surname. Bradley Bradley is the uh, lead guy. He's the dad. Um, his girlfriend was her name. The mum in it. Did you get her name? No, I didn't. No, I just referred to her as mum. But then it uh, turned out that she wasn't actually the mum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh, Linda. The, is it Linda? The second second uh, Thanksgiving film where uh, there's a character called Linda who's a mother. Um, and then her friend is Gail. Um, they have a son called Mistake. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have a son called Mistake. It's definitely his son. It's definitely his son. So his son's Mistake. But then I'm not even because there's a daughter as well called Angel. Yeah, that's his. That's they say that's his sister at one point. Yeah, so that's his sister. So that's the father's daughter. But then I don't, still don't think that's the girlfriend's daughter. I think the no. girlfriend is quite a new girlfriend. There's a random couple called Scott and Jennifer, and they just rent a place. Yeah, it's a, attached to Scott. Scott lives in the apartment at this. House ranch or whatever, ranch or whatever the fuck it is, um, and then his girlfriend's coming to see it for the first time, and then there's a random dude with a mustache. And oh, his, you know how we love mustaches. Hispanic girlfriend. Yeah, her name is Maria. Maria. I think his name was Wayne. I don't I think, know. But you know how we love mustaches. This film has two cracking mustaches. Mm. Oh, those are some of the best from this year. Uh, belonging to the dad and to this random Wayne cat. I've actually just got him right down as moustache brother. Because I, I thought he was someone's brother. I, I thought he was dad's brother. I don't know where they came from. I, I just, I don't really know any of the names. I may refer to them by name at some point. Yeah. But I just, as with previous episodes, tend to just identify them by some physical trait or some character trait. Well, I mean, it won't be hard with uh, the Hispanic uh, girlfriend because that's her only character trope. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's played off a comedic effect that she doesn't speak English. Exactly, it's hilarious. Uh, anyway, right. So the film starts with the car from Halloween and the vacation films, um, and uh, this guy's in it, and he asks if uh, our bodybuilder killer wants a beer. Uh, it doesn't. Jay, the bodybuilder, doesn't take too kindly to that and kills him. Yeah, there's a zoom in on this car with a radio voiceover and it's the news. And then you cut to the car. This cool dude with a beer asks someone. Because you don't really... In the zoom in in the car, you don't see the bodybuilder dude. No. Um, And then suddenly he comes out of nowhere doesn't want, clearly doesn't want a beer. No. Pulls him out. The guy spits his beer all over the camera, and he chokes him to death. Yeah. That's it. So uh, we then get some radio alert exposition. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So the the radio kindly gives us the plot of the film. Yeah. Uh, There's an escape mental patient on PCP. PCP. <laughs> PCP. And we see him. Uh, Giving himself an injection in his tongue. Oh, yeah. Which is quite great. It's probably the best practical effect in the whole film. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was probably real. Yeah, it it looked disgusting. Yeah. Um, We get a really good score. I mean, that's no, always... No, uh, <laughs> For the first part of the film. It's awful. Until you start hearing that random spanner falling throughout the rest <laughs> of it. Anyway, and we get to see um, Jay driving for ages. We do. We do. Over the shoulder. Yeah. Camera work. Full driving. on. Halloween style. Shit. I put shit scary music on the go. 
Um, it, what's his name? Sorry. Uh, Jay. Okay, I I've just referred to him as PCP. PCP. In uh, and I will continue to do so. Just just so you know. Well, his name is PCP. He uh, comes across this old lady who's crossing the road. She drops a bit of a shopping, and uh, he just runs her over, and we get a nice freeze frame on her face. <laughs> freeze frame. Blood on the windscreen. Yeah. Um, Woman screaming. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, that's that's it. our introduction. That's it. Welcome um, to Home Sweet Home. Yeah, title card. And then we are introduced to Scott and Jennifer with some terrible overdubbing as they're driving to the, yeah, to the family home. The young, well, I say young, they don't look that young. But I think we're meant, we're to, meant to think they're young. Think that they're the young couple, uh, both blonde. So I just referred to them as blonde man and blonde woman. Yeah, and they're just notes. talking shit. It's nothing exciting. But the overdubbing is awful. Uh, and then we're introduced to Mistake. It was truly a mistake, including him in this film. <laughs> it really was. In fact, the whole film, this guy just plays guitar non-stop. He has the guitar attached to him non-fucking-stop throughout the entire film. But as a guitarist myself, this is a fucking nightmare. Guitars are not light instruments. And the one he's got in particular is it's a heavy guitar. And he's got something strapped to his he's bag. He's got his guitar well. amp That's strapped like to his bag. Stuff. Yeah. He's got his guitar amp strapped to his back. We're plugged in, constantly playing it. And he plays the same shitty guitar solo over and over again. He's, he's got um, white face paint on. He clearly thinks he's a member of Kiss. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out if he was going for Kiss or he was going for Mime. Yeah, because it does some shitty magic tricks later in the film. Yeah, so I think what he was going for was mime. But then he kept going on about rock and rolls. Then I thought he was trying to be Kiss. But it was a really bad attempt at Kiss yeah. makeup. Well, the guy's a fucking idiot. And he's an idiot throughout the whole film. And it, it, he just gets more and more annoying. Well, he... Um... Starts annoying his dad. I was gonna say we're not we're not the only ones annoyed yeah, by him. Yeah, nobody likes him at all. And later on in the film, when the killings start happening and like they realise some that there's some dead bodies around, they immediately assume it's him. And it's understandable. He's a because fucking idiot. Weirder. Um. So the dad uh, with his big moustache and sunglasses starts chasing him around. Um. He he's absolutely fuming, and he goes to uh, his girlfriend Linda, the mother. What what we thinks to them of whatever relation is to them, and uh, he tells her that mistakes gonna drive him to beer, if not beer then drugs. Mm. Yeah, so he starts uh, having a beer. She tells him he needs to relax. Um, yeah, relax. She gets quite saucy. In the yeah, kitchen, she starts she? seducing him. Considering there's an audience. Yeah, she doesn't care who's around. No. So she starts seducing him. Um, they go into the bedroom. And then it's cut between shots of Scott and Jennifer who have pulled over to randomly start having sex in their car. <laughs> so everyone's horny all of a sudden. Um, and then it, it's kind of like it's kind of like the room. I, I honestly think this might have inspired Tommy Wiseau because whilst they're seducing each other, all you can hear is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're just laughing like whilst they're trying to have sex. It doesn't it makes no sense. But what does this film have in common with uh, Alien Abduction, Chris? Huh? You don't know what this has in common? I don't know. Explain. It includes a family member spying on other family members having sex and oh, getting excited yeah. by it. Well, I wrote this down at the point when I thought that Scott and Jennifer were related. But it turns out they're not. But that does not excuse what happens in a few minutes. So first of all, Mistake finds um, Jennifer and Scott having sex in the car. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we get the great line of dialogue from Scott, where he tells Jennifer, "Jesus, you're so horny." Yeah. <laughs> um, mistake. He uh, plays his guitar, makes a mistake when uh, he's spying on him, and then he gets chased away by Scott. So um, whilst this chase goes on, we go back to uh, the parents having sex, and uh, the dad's telling the mum that she's a pretty girl. Yes. Yeah, so Mistake's getting chased, like, 
Scooby-Doo. Yeah, whilst we get some porn dialogue. Throughout the house, to get a bit of porn dialogue. Mum's got her boobs out. Yeah. I, I feel really sorry for the actress having to get her boobs out for this shit. <laughs> it's like, and she's making these shitty noises. She's like, oh. She must have been oh. paid about $10 for but, it as well. But her orgasm noises, and it made no sense. Because, I mean, first of all, there was nothing happening. They were just kissing. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and, uh. And then the chase continues through the house. They burst into the room. And he's, his dad, or his mum, maybe not his mum, I don't know. I don't Either think way, it's his mum. His dad is there, getting it on with this woman. And the exact words come out of Mistake's mouth. Oh, well, my lucky day. Two for the price of one. <laughs> Why is that your lucky day, you fucking weirdo? I don't know if that's a boob joke. Or I don't know if it's the fact that he's caught two couples yeah, in the Yeah, I think that's what he meant. <laughs> It's like in Alien Abduction when he's spying on his brother having sex. Why would you want to watch your dad having sex? Why are you so happy about that? It's fucking weird. Yeah. So then uh, the chase continues, but now the dad's chasing him around. And then the mother starts chasing him around. Yeah. Yeah, she starts threatening to kill him. And like really, like, I I thought she was going to murder him there and then. She keeps going on about killing him. Um, He goes... Rock and roll forever. <laughs> he does say rock and roll forever, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and whilst this is going on, he's, uh, you know, being all rock and roll and being chased around. Uh, the dad starts chatting up Jennifer. But he's not the only person to do this because every fucker in this film wants to chat up Jennifer. This poor Jennifer, she's only judged on her looks yeah. throughout the whole freaking film. This is the first time meeting them. And... Everybody's just sexually harassing her. Basically, yeah. Everyone's trying it on in front of a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, he doesn't give yeah. a shit. He, he seems quite happy with it. Um, and then, whilst the chase is still going on, uh, Mistake turns to his mum or stepmom and he says the exact line of dialogue let's get it on, baby. Yeah. That's, what the that, fuck? I was like, okay, it can't be his Either mom. way, even if that's a stepmom, that's still fucking weird. That is weird. That is very weird. <sighs> We're going through this film really fast. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's not much to say. There's not a lot to say. It's just, it, whatever happens, happens. This you might know, end up just... being our shortest episode. <laughs> I wish it was our shortest film. <laughs> but the film is short. It's an hour and 20 minutes, oh, and it gosh. felt like it was twice that length. Especially when it gets to the third act, so you can't see anything. So they end up with the room with the Spanish woman. Who's she's, singing. She's performing very badly. With an acoustic the guitar. Joke. She can't speak English and she can't sing. That's that's her character traits. Yeah. Um, and then her boyfriend with the moustache, moustache man, <laughs> um, informs <laughs> Jennifer that she's a lovely dish. I thought he said, who is this lovely bitch? Yeah. And, and, and I found that way better than it who was, is this lovely dish. who is this lovely dish. <laughs> so Jennifer's judged on her looks once more. Um, His girlfriend doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, no, she, she can't understand English, can Oh, she? yeah, true. Sorry, uh. I forgot. Oh, he also, he also tells Jennifer that she's a hot and she's her jalapeno. Oh. So he must be Mexican, I assume. That's the stereotype they're going for, because he's got a moustache and he's talking oh, about... Oh, I don't know. It's, it's very stereotyping. It's, it's a lot of stereotyping in this film. It's a very confusing film. It, it's, it's yeah. very confusing. I don't know who these people are. You've got to figure out a lot for yourself. Yeah. And, and I had to use IMDb at some point just to figure out who the fuck... Even IMDb is not very helpful with no, this one. It's... not at all. No. No. Yeah. Um. So, a really bad actress, that's what I ever down as, <laughs> the, the mum's friend. Oh, Gail. Gail just pops up out of nowhere. Gail. She's like, I'm going to put a bit of rat poison in his dinner. Yeah. Or something she's, like she's, that. She's arsenic, sorry. a really sorry. bad actress and she threatens to put arsenic in mistakes food. <laughs> To hilarity. So, and then what else does this have in common with Alien Abduction? I'll tell you what it has in common. Wine. wine. A big plot point of this film is the mum and Gail going to find some wine. <laughs> um, <laughs> is this just a Thanksgiving f- I haven't watched Blood Rage in a while. Is this what happens in Blood Rage? <laughs> Do you know what? I think the mum in Blood Rage might have been an alcoholic. <laughs> she potential- There's potential there. I remember her being weird. <laughs> But uh, we need to watch that film again. That's we'll, a pretty good film. We need Rage. to go to America for Thanksgiving one year and see how much wine is actually consumed. 
Well, <laughs> best not to judge. We get through our fair share here in the UK, don't we? Yeah, on, on any on any day. <laughs> any day, yeah. Fridays. Um, so, yeah. So I just got she's a really bad actress. Yeah, I've just got written down this family is a nightmare. Yeah, these none of these characters are likable at all. It's just one big fucking mess. I would not like to spend an hour in the same room as these people, let alone a fucking full weekend like they were planning to do. <sighs> this is just awful. They're, they're they're all just arguing and chatting up this Jennifer, and it, it's yeah. I'm not so, even going to try and make sense of it. So Gail and Mum drive to the store because Mum has forgotten to get the wine and from that the is store. A crime. She'd been to the store earlier in the day, forgot the wine, so they've gone to get them in blonde dude's car. Yeah, but you're missing something out here. Yeah. What the fuck am I missing? When they're going to the store, they whip out their best outfits and they are serving. Are they? Yes, they are serving pure shopping outfits. Mm. Um, that's, that's the only reasonable thing about this. Well, isn't characters. that girl wearing a slinky black dress? Yes! <laughs> and then the mum puts something on as well, where she's got like a boobs hanging out, and that comes in handy a little later on. Spoiler alert! Well, um, so then... They drive out to go and get the wine, and uh, we see Jay again, and he's just laughing and throwing stuff. All he does is laugh in this film. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very much um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So PCP sees them driving off, and I thought he followed them in the car. Yeah. It's it. I thought he did. It seemed that he got in his car and followed them. But that's part of their fantastic filmmaking. It's like the editing in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, sure. Just like it. Sure, Jan. Um, <laughs> and I also noted that for somebody who's completely insane, PCP does drive quite carefully. Oh, he's a very calm and collected he's a very, driver. Very calm and collected driver. Yeah. I know he ran over the late the old lady. <laughs> um, but do you in... think he even meant to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But in the in these scenes. He's very misunderstood. He does drive very carefully. He's not speeding around or anything. I mean, technically, he's doing everyone a favour because no one likes his fucking characters Considering anyway. Considering he's on Angel Dust. Uh... <laughs> uh, speaking of Angel Dust. Yay! <laughs> well done. Um, the next scene, we get introduced to our final member of the family. And her name is Angel. And now this is the actress who went on to be in much better films. Um, yeah, her name's Angel. I think that's wanky as fuck. Yeah. What a I, terrible I, name. I, I, I think very clunkily the screenwriter has decided that the two children be complete opposites. So you have a yeah. mistake and you have an angel. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Very so um, clunky. Mustache um, brother, uh, character, whatever, mustache guy, uh, is asked if he wants a drink and if uh, his girlfriend, his stereotype girlfriend, would like a drink, and he says he'll have one. But his girlfriend won't have anything because she hates to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what kind of fucking logic is that? So she never drinks. She doesn't. She never had a glass of water. She's dead. <laughs> she doesn't consume any sort of drink whatsoever. She'd be dead. Well, because she, she can't be bothered to go to the bathroom. If she's got an issue with pissing. <laughs> she mustn't be eating anything either. Anyway. She can't piss in the toilet. She can't shit in the toilet. So, Jay arrives at the house to do everyone a favour and put people out of misery. Cuts the power. Um, then the dad gets the power up and running on a generator. Okay. It's still daylight. It's still daylight. <laughs> and they're worried about the lights like in, they the, wouldn't, in the house. What, you wouldn't even have the lights on. It no. was so bright that you they wouldn't even have the lights on. No. Uh, yeah. First of many... Well, not first, but one of many fucking stupid plot points in this film. Well, he goes for a drive. What does he go for a drive for? Oh, the dad. Yeah. Uh, the dad uh, needs to get fuel for the generator. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, so... <laughs> the generator only has three to four hours. It can only generate electricity for the lights and the tin opener, but not for the TV, <laughs> which I didn't get. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, Mustache is fuming at this because he wants Mustache's to watch the game. Mustache is absolutely fuming. But 
apparently Mustache is there for um, to talk about a deal. So this is when I realised he wasn't the brother. Oh, that's what he was on about with a deal. So he's like, oh, hurry up back, because I need to talk to you about a deal. Well, spoiler alert, we never find out what this fucking deal is. Do you think is. Mustache is maybe a drug dealer? Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe. To add to his Mexican maybe stereotype. he sells PCP, <laughs> and this is actually a revenge flick. It could and be. he's getting revenge on the man who sold him the PCP that made him go insane and kill his mum and dad, go to prison, come back out, well, escape... Continuous PCB addiction. Honestly, I think you've just thought of a much better film than the one we actually watched. And I, I, do you know what? That trail of thought right there has not only given me a headache, but it's also made me realise, where the fuck did you get that PCP from? <laughs> Was it the guy with the beers? Yeah. Was it just so happened that... Maybe from the hospital he escaped from? They wouldn't sell it there. Oh, sell it there. Sell it. <laughs> they wouldn't have it in a hospital. Maybe it was the guy with the beers then. Maybe. Maybe that's why he killed him. Could have been. And then injected his tongue. Uh, yeah. Because he's a scout from a mental institute, so he wouldn't have had any in there, would he? Why are you completely oh, overestimating so the thought sorry. process of the filmmakers? I'm so sorry. I feel like I've given everyone else a headache now. I feel like you're giving them too much credit. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you're giving the makes this film far too much credit. So the dad drives off, finds the Michael Myers car, and instead of being a good, honest man and uh, you know driving a little further to go and buy some petrol, yeah. he is an absolute piece of shit and steals the petrol from he that car. Does. I'm honestly, the more I think about, it, the more I like the killer in this film. <laughs> he he is honestly doing the world some justice by getting rid of these people. So he starts stealing the petrol and then he tries starting his car and the battery's gone. So instead of calling the AA, you know, walking back to his house, calling the AA, he steals his fucking battery. Well, he tries to because in one of the most bizarre kills in this film, (laughs) (laughs) we find out Jay has some sort of superpowers because he's stealing the battery. The dad is. He's got the car um, bonnet. Up, what's it yeah. called? Is that the name for it? Bonnet, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got it up and uh, taking the battery out. Jay jumps out of nowhere from the sky. He just fucking leaps at the bonnet to jump on it, close it down on the dad's head whilst screaming. Yeah, what I don't get is that we've got before this a shot of PCP hiding in the woods and we see a flash of a knife. Yeah. Very similar to Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh, okay, Dad's going to get it. He's going to get stabbed or whatever. We've seen this knife. No. He does a <laughs> flying splash that the ultimate warrior would be proud of onto the bonnet. And that kills him. Yeah, kills crushes him. Crushes him. Oh, fucking hell. As much as I love Friday the 13th, we have that to blame for this fucking pile of shit <laughs> like Friday the 13th spawned so many terrible ripoffs, didn't mm. it I mean you got this you don't go in the woods alone fucking oh god yeah Nail- I'd say Nelga Massacre Nelga Massacre that's a piece of shit yeah all, all these lovely films that Friday the 13th inspired mm. thanks a lot well, thanks Sean Cunningham yeah. <laughs> um so yeah he gets killed thank god um go back to the uh House where Mustache is making out of his girlfriend. And Mistake's performing a very long magic trick. Yeah. Uh, and he, he also says, how dare you touch the woman I love. Okay. Now, at this point, you know, it could be joking, it could be flirting. We find out later in the film, this is he's being very serious at this point. He genuinely is infatuated with Spanish girlfriend. <laughs> so, um, yeah, then Mistake is, plays some shit solo again. Uh, exchanges creepy I love you's with his sister. That's when he does the magic trick. That's he's when with, he does the magic he's with Angel and uh, she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you. Like, oh, God. What is with this guy? Mistake is that character in the slasher film that is the, the, the joker. 
you know, so in the original Friday the 13th, and, and I fucking hate this character in <laughs> each of the films. So you've got Friday the 13th, uh, what, what is his name? The one that fucking pretends to be dead and shit. The one that gets killed off screen. Yes. The one character you want to see get killed on screen. Yes, yes, the one that you actually really want to get it good. Yeah, I think everyone will know who you're on about. And then Friday, what was his name? Shelley in the third one. Shelley in the third one. In the second one, um, he survives that character. Yeah. Uh, which is the gormless ginger guy. So I think this is that interpretation. Uh-huh. But I think... Mistake is given far too much screen time. Oh, yeah. Way too much. His stupid white-painted face and his fucking stupid guitars on screen throughout, like, 80% of this film. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, Hispanic girlfriend's still singing uh, after Mistake does his magic. Um, the Gail and the mother are now lost. Yeah, I don't get this. Um, well, just before this, you have PCP... He, what I thought was cutting the electric again, but it's not. No, it cuts it's the phone wires. It's the telephone wire. Yeah. So then you have uh, the mum and Gail, who are now lost in the woods. Now it's gone dark now. It's gone really fucking yeah. like, midnight. Too pitch dark. Black, far too dark. And this, on this podcast, there's usually one point for each film that I bring up time and time again throughout the podcast. Because it's a, you know... It appears throughout the film many times. How fucking dark this film is, is absolutely ridiculous. This will give Alien vs. Predator 2 a run for its money. Um, it's, there it's, are scenes in this film that happen in complete black. Yeah. You cannot see a thing. And it's not... In, in the same way that, you know, uh, a better film would have a black screen for um, a bit of suspense and tension and would use sound to uh, a greater effect. No, it's just because this is a shit film with shit cinematography, with a shit camera, Yeah. and you cannot see a fucking... It probably didn't have the money for lights. And you can barely (laughs) hear anything. Yeah, which is brought upon in this next scene where Mustache Brother goes for a drive and he gets his throat cut, but there's no noise. No. Yeah, You don't even know what's happened. It, no. It's a mixture of darkness and not being able to hear anything. And, yeah, he gets murdered, thank God. Um, someone says, has anyone seen Angel and her brother? Now, this is the point where I started questioning the family relations because I was like, okay, if they're talking about it like that, like Angel and her brother, they're clearly they're not related. And then that's when, uh, yeah, then I realised they weren't all related. Yeah. Um, Mistake realises that Mustache Brother's gone, uh, the mum's not back, Gail's not back, the dad's gone. So he's really happy about this and suggests a party and uh, confesses his love for uh, the Hispanic girlfriend. Some more. Tells how much he loves her. And then uh, Jay spies, like, it shows you... Um, Oh, no, that's a little later on. That's a little later yeah, on. Yeah, you've gone way I've ahead. I've gone way, you've way gone ahead. You've gone way ahead. Wishful thinking. I wish, I was going to say, I wish the fucking film had cut this quickly. Scott and Jennifer decide to go so and what, check out so the apartment. where are we? Where are we, Gary? We are... So, the mum and Gail are lost. Yeah. Mustache Man has gone out to... He's dead. ...find. Yeah. So, PCP was in the back of his car, so uh-huh. his throat, even though you couldn't see a fucking thing. So, then... The part the blonde couple, they finally get to the apartment. Uh huh. So they're gonna do the nasty. Finally, <laughs> he's been waiting all fucking day for this to go to the apartment. Um, Mistake confesses his love for um, Hispanic girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. And then we get back to the mum and Gail. Oh no! Before that happens, no, you're missing a very key scene. This is fucking confusing. This fucking film is so fucking (laughs) confusing. I don't understand. Oh no! Hang on, hang on. Yeah, no, you. you? No, no, no. You, you are missing a key scene. Did you write this film? Mistake and Hispanic girlfriend do a long-awaited duo. Oh. They start singing, badly playing guitar together, and it's a fucking nightmare. And then... Fa- thanks for that. And then yeah. the police pull over um, 
the mum and Gail for speeding. Yeah, even though the I car's not moving. <laughs> I really didn't think they were going that fast. Also, it's pitch fucking black. So, I don't know how they even saw... I didn't even see the car moving. Car. No, uh, the car sort of came to a halt. You, you had the, the uh, sirens. And then the car sort of came to a slow halt. Yeah. Um, the police get out, inform them that they're speeding. Um, the the, the mum's top comes down. <laughs> the flashlight is directly yeah. on the tits. How can I help you, officer? Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the police officers fall for it. Yeah. And, um, oh, you can't give me a ticket. And they don't. They don't get a ticket. Yeah. And, she's had a hard night. And she informs a friend that the dynamic duo win again. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, one of the police officers says, I'd like to get into that tonight. Do you know what? And then the, the, the two women are a bit like that as well. Ooh. Those officers were cute. Everyone wants to book everybody in this film. <laughs> Everyone is just so horny in this film. It's unbelievable. What I'm also... I'm, I'm hoping you can help me with, uh, Gary, is... Were they lost on the way to the shop? Because they had oh, the no, wine... No, no, I was going to ask you the same thing. The last time we saw those and they were lost, yeah. I didn't think they had the wine. They didn't have the wine. So they found the shop? In that case, what was the point of them being lost in that last scene? Yeah, and also... This mum character, or whatever, girlfriend character, she says, oh, I'm not used to driving around these parts. <laughs> she just went to the fucking shop earlier in the day. <laughs> the film's called Home Sweet Fucking Home. <laughs> she fucking lives there. Surely she lives there. <sighs> yeah. I could understand Gail not knowing where the fuck she's going. She's a friend, been, but it's called Home Sweet Home. <laughs> It's not her fucking home. Who the fuck lives there? <laughs> so, yeah, now the car won't start. <laughs> Sorry. After the police officer says he wants to give a go, give him a go. Yeah. The police, uh, that they drive off and their car won't start now, so they start walking. They do, yeah. That's when we see Jay spying on. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but. They start walking. Gail's like, well, do you know the way? Yes, I do. Then why are we... It's just, it's just <laughs> round down there, round the corner. It's not too far How away. How are they lost? How the fuck do you fucking know that when you're lost, you <laughs> stupid bitch? <laughs> oh, so, my God. Then it cuts to Jay spying on Angel, who is cutting the food alone. This is child labour. Yeah, yeah, we well, yeah. get <laughs> fantastic halloween style point of view shot from outside the house <laughs> serving pure halloween looks through the window and there's angel with a fucking carving knife massive carving <laughs> massive knife massive knife bigger than her fucking head above her head in the air and we're like, ooh. <laughs> carving the turkey. Carving the fucking she's, turkey. She's she laying out dinner and everything. Whilst. What, she's what the a fuck? girl who must be about six years five. old. She's five years she's old. Five years old. With this massive fucking knife. Serving up dinner. Unattended. <laughs> Getting dinner ready for everyone. And then, and then everyone else enters the room, finds the turkey's been hacked up. Um, mistake informs us that it looks like the boogeyman's been there. <laughs> How the fuck's it look like the boogeyman's like, been there? It seems such a fucking Halloween ripoff. Um, Angel's legs are under the Angel's table. Angel's legs are hanging out from under the table. We're, oh no, pure, <laughs> pure Angel. Yeah, um, no, no one gave a shit. Poor Angel. Like, oh, oh poor no. Poor Angel, what's happened? You pull back the uh, tablecloth and she's just eating a bit of turkey. Do you know what? You? Fair play. She's prepared dinner for all those people. A five-year-old is at that table preparing dinner, cutting up the turkey and everything. So she should have a little snack to herself. Yeah. She's clearly not being paid for it. Yeah. If she wants a bit of white meat, she could Oh, God, don't start this white meat bullshit again. Uh, So... Um, Did anybody ever tell us what white meat was? No, no one replied for thanks, guys. Please, I'll never know. I need I assume from Turkey America to let us know what the fuck white meat means and why people don't just say turkey. <laughs> so, um, back in the woods, they're uh, trying to find their way home and Jay comes out of nowhere, picks Gail up, <laughs> fucking literally picks her up, throws her over the car 
and then accidentally kills her because she hits her head on a rock. So it's manslaughter, And he doesn't basically. even check. He just throws no. her over the car and she hits her head. And um, we hear his stupid fucking breathing. It's like, uh, 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 uh. It's like, okay, you're trying to be Mark. Do you know what? Fuck what I said about Friday the 13th. This film wants to be Halloween. It does a little this bit. This film wants to be Halloween yeah. so bad. It reminded me a lot of Absurd. Yeah, that piece of shit. Yeah. Um, if you've not seen Absurd, it was another video nasty, but it's an Italian rip-off of Halloween. It's a sequel to Anne from... Yeah, it's a very, very slight <laughs> sequel to um, Anthropophagus. Yeah. Um, Anthrop- I think that's how you say it. Oh, my God. I've never had to say it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the Grim Reaper, as it was also <laughs> called, um, the uh, Joe D'Amato film. Yeah. Uh, and I think Absurd was directed by Joe D'Amato as well. Yeah, and uh, that only has one moment in it where we have a video nasty. And that's yeah. even, even that's quite tame. But it reminds me of a lot of that film. Yeah. You know, it's just a complete Halloween ripoff. Jay then kills the mother somehow. I, I put it, I think he stabs her to death. It's so dark yeah. you can't see. Yeah, so. Um, Gail's thrown over the the car bonnet. I I wish they would have just gotten like Hulk Hogan or um, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Ultimate Warrior would have been fantastic in this film. Um, so yeah, they uh, throw them over the car bonnet. The mum throws a bottle of wine at him. <laughs> that smashes. He picks up. The broken part. Yeah. Even though he's got a knife. We've seen the fucking <laughs> knife earlier. Um, but he picks that up. Being resourceful. Chases, chases her through the woods, I think. Because, again, it's so fucking dark. You can't... And this is... The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is obviously, you know, a fantastic film. And one thing that it gets right is that it's... Moments in the pitch black... You can still fucking see what's going on, you know. So it keeps the suspense of being in dark, but also us as an audience, it seamlessly seamlessly does it that we're not left in the dark ourselves. Whereas this film leaves us in the dark because we've got no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. Um. So he's chasing her with this broken bottle of fucking wine. She's running. Through the woods. Um, I have no idea what's happened to the knife. He's... And this this is another thing in the film that I just don't understand. Is that he's meant to be this insane killer on PCP. Drugged up. You know, high as a fucking kite on angel dust. <laughs> yet he stalks like he is Michael Myers. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I've seen the videos online, people high on spice, these zombie people in in real life who are on these bath salts and shit, you know, they're not stalking people, they're batshit crazy and they're going around, you know, being violent. And that's what I don't get. This film could have been over very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, but he's stalking her through the woods, whatever. He suddenly appears out of nowhere, swipes at her. Yeah, something like that. With a broken bottle. I honestly couldn't see. I couldn't see. All I heard was the noise of it. Yeah, so he sort of swipes with it rather than stabs with it, Mm. um, which makes no sense to me. Uh, But then she's dead. And then we get back to the house where they've decided, you know what? Everyone's gone missing. We're not really concerned about them anymore. Let's have dinner. Finally. Going to sit down to a stone fucking cold dinner. <laughs> that um, was prepared by a five-year-old. Yeah. And uh, Mistake thinks that, <coughs> you know, Hispanic girlfriend can't, you know, can't put her own dinner on a plate. Yeah. So he stands up and he starts throwing food on a plate. My, f- my actual favourite moment of the film happened just before this and I don't know if you noticed oh, really? yeah just before this so the blonde dude is for some reason fingering the salad <laughs> I don't know if he's I don't know why his hands in there but he's messing around with the salad he goes 
to his girlfriend, do you want some salad? And she goes, yes, please. And then she goes, where's the salad? And it's right in front of her face. <laughs> and he goes, I'll do that for you. Hand in the salad once again. Oh, no. Putting it on her plate. So uh. I don't... <laughs> I was making notes at this point. I, I think I missed no this. I have no clue what was going on there with that fucking salad. It looked like a shit salad anyway. But he's fingering this salad. <laughs> She's asking where it is, even though it's right in front of her <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> it's the only genuinely funny moment in the film. And then, yeah. And then Mistake starts throwing food onto uh, Maria's plate. Yeah. And uh, then he throws it onto a dress. Yeah, a bit of... You can tell it's a uh, Thanksgiving film because she gets a bit of cranberry sauce on her dress. Yeah. So they stand up and he plans to take her out, get her a T-shirt. So he goes into his bedroom, starts going through his entire wardrobe. He's like, oh, not this T-shirt. Oh, this one I got from my uncle. Oh, this brings back memories. Not this T-shirt. Shut the fuck up. Are you sure the T-shirt would fit her as well? I know, yeah. You know, um, he seemed to be wearing quite tight clothing. Maybe I'm thinking too much. I think you are. She goes into the bathroom, takes the top off, and uh, she finds the mum's dead body. Well, we we think it's the mum's dead body. We couldn't really tell who it was. Yeah, we think it was the mum. She's in the shower, and she's missing an eye. Yeah. And then Jay comes out of nowhere. He uh, puts a knife to Maria's throat and starts pulling... Finally found that knife. Yeah, and he starts pulling a stupid face where he's got his teeth out, um... Mistake finds them, and uh, in order to, you know, compromise with uh, Jay, he tries to offer him a performance of a guitar solo and some magic tricks. Yeah. Like, let her go and I'll play guitar for you. But the um, PCP says, make a sound and I'll kill her. Yeah. And he has the knife to the throat. He makes constant sounds. Yeah. <laughs> But what I don't understand is that why is he suddenly methodic about this? Why isn't he... He's meant to be this deranged killer that just kills people at Well, random. we find a bit of motive at this point with a throwaway line. Um, Do we? Yeah, Jay's like, honestly, she's not worth it, man. Women ain't worth it. They're all shit. Yeah. And he's like... My mother's my mother was a good example of that. I was like, oh, really? Because he'd killed his mum and dad. So I'm assuming it's the old mother issues. Yeah. And then he kills <coughs> kills poor Maria. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why he would have taken her away just to kill her. Yeah. We get another dark chase scene. And yeah, another dark chase scene with mistakes. But so, then the moment we're all been waiting for. So he's not just targeting women, even though what he said seemed to be. Yeah. Because, it, well, the dad was the first victim uh-huh. anyway. But the booze guy. The booze the first guy victim. was, yeah. But then, the moment we've all been waited for, Jay catches Mistake, and he electrocutes him with his guitar lead. <laughs> he does. Don't yeah. think that's how it would work. <laughs> I've accidentally touched a guitar lead whilst it's been plugged in many times, and I'm still alive. But, apparently, if you put a guitar lead up to someone when it's plugged into an amp, you could uh, murder them. Yeah, and the um, the the uh, guitar strings get frazzled. Yeah, guitar strings get frazzled. I don't know. I mean, at least mistake is dead. Thank God. Frazzled. Then throughout the rest of the film, it is just this is when it really the boredom kicks in because it is just dark, stalking. Yeah. It's just Scott and Jennifer talking shit. It's yeah. So we're happy that mistake's been killed. Um. Scott keeps saying he'll be right back. Yeah, we get a lot of be right backs. Yeah. A lot of be right backs. He finds uh, Maria's body. Yeah, starts... it's mistake. Starts shouting Jennifer's... Jennifer! Yeah. Jennifer! <laughs> yeah. Um, they reminded me very much of um, Ginny and her boyfriend at the end of uh, part, Friday 13th Part 2. Oh, you're being far too kind to this film. Yeah, sorry. So, um, yeah, so... Scott finds Maria, runs back. Jennifer seems really pissed off because obviously he says that there's a killer out. Um, and then what, what's her, the line that you were really obsessed with? She kept that she said. What? Where she says about oh, if he's still out there. <laughs> no, no, my one was about being a mother. Oh yeah, no, that's a little later on. Yeah. No, she's like, 
well, if he's murdering people, then he's still out there. He's going to come for us. And it sounds so staged. Servants of Adrian King. Yeah. yeah. So um, they go into the house. He Scott pulls out a knife. Um, and Jennifer's like, what have you got that out for? And she seems so angry. And it's like, oh, well, do you want protection? Well, that's the thing, yeah. So, yeah, they assume it's a mistake. And uh, mistakes go around killing people. Understandable. Um and then the lights go out. Yeah, they have a sit down by the Just fire. Just what we fucking needed. Yeah. The lights going out. They, they have a sit down by the fire, and literally Jennifer's just sitting there with Angel between her legs, um, just cuddling her. That's it. That's all she's doing. And Scott just turns to her and he's like, Jennifer, I never knew you'd make such a good mother. And what does she reply? It just feels so natural caring for a child. What the fuck? <laughs> she's not doing anything. She took her to the toilet. That was it. Yeah. She took her to the toilet and sat down in front of a fire with her. Like, if she was a... <laughs> like, if she wasn't motherly, she would have just left Angel to die. She'd be like, oh, fuck you. Well, then Scott goes up and goes on another adventure. A solid ten minutes of him just checking things. Oh, and reporting back to her and going back again. Just checking things in the dark. And then Jennifer completely contradicts herself about caring for a child when Angel says, a mere five minutes or so after she's already been to the toilet, she's like... I need to go to the toilet again. And Jennifer just turns to her like, oh, well, yeah, I am not taking you to the toilet because I cannot be asked to move from this fire. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, I am not moving from this I, fire. I am not moving She's from this fire. She's far place. too, fire too warm. Fire too. She's far too warm there. So she, she can't be asked to move. Angel basically is told, you might as well just piss yourself because I'm not taking you to the toilet. But I, I, I don't know. If I was in this situation, and I knew there was a killer on the loose... Yeah, they don't care. I, you know, if the kid wanted, needed a piss... Yeah. I'd say, mate, just go... There must be a plant somewhere or something. There must be something. <laughs> go take it in the corner. Yeah, but that's not even the reason. She doesn't care that there's a killer out there. She just can't be bothered to move from the fire. It's true. She's too comfortable. So, Scott was like, look, do you know what? If you're not going to take her, I'll take her to the toilet. So... They uh, get up, go to the toilet, and Jay jumps out of nowhere, like he does throughout the whole of this film, just leaps out of nowhere, starts screaming and laughing. Um, his, stupid face, his stupid face is visible again. And uh, then Jennifer stabs him. Yeah, where did this knife come from? Yeah, is this the, the knife that she had such issues with? Yeah, because he put it down, didn't he? Because she was upset about it. So she very slowly stabs him in the back. Yeah. Um, they, then they run away, and again... Her great mother skills. They fucking forget the child. <laughs> <laughs> they forget Angel. And then they get to the car. Like, oh, shit. Angel. And then they run back. And uh, Jay jumps out of a door and slits Scott's throat. Another, another less character, thank God. Um, and then Jennifer goes back into the house. And this is what I really had trouble coming to terms with. She goes back into the house... She's hiding, and she passes out. Yeah, well, he's following her. PCP's following yeah. her through the house. And there's this weird... Did you not get the music in this? Oh, yeah, it, this is what I was on about earlier. It sounds like a spanner being dropped. Yeah, but it's, it also... I thought it sounded a bit like circus music. Yeah, it was quite comedic. It was weird. Yeah, and it stops abruptly. Yeah. It just stops. No, nothing happens for it to stop. It's so... There's, like, this clown music going on. He... Does, does she faint? Yeah, she just passes out. She just passes out. And then we randomly see his feet. Yeah, so he doesn't kill her. He ha- he has the chance. He has the chance to kill her there and then. And he doesn't. It just get, cuts to the next day. Yeah, so we see his feet. Then it... Randomly cuts to the next morning. It's daylight now. The police find Gail's body. They leave the body there and carry on forward. So they must have been pretty close to the house. Yeah, and then Um, we see Jennifer slowly leaving the house. And of course... She emerges from some sort of... Is it a cupboard? Yeah, like I think so. I don't know what it is, like a pantry or something. Yeah. She's crawling on the floor. 
Yeah, she slowly leaves. She no explanation. There's yeah. no explanation to where Angel's gone. No. And as she's slowly leaving, Jay jumps out of nowhere again and starts screaming and laughing. As Knife's always. Knife's still in his back. Knife's still in his back. <laughs> Back. Then the police, the pervy police turn up and they shoot him. They do. And then after um, Jennifer screams on the floor for a bit, she gets into the police car. The fucking angels in the police car. Yeah. Somehow she gets in. She's in the police car. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And, and the police officer says there's one survivor. Oh, the police officer lists off everything that he hasn't found out yet. Yeah. He's like, there's one survivor, there's multiple bodies everywhere. How, how the fuck do you know You've this? You've only just turned up. He all, knows everything your, that's by happened. By all accounts, only Gail's dead. Yeah, and then Jay opens his eyes and it's the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The killer comes back for one last scare. He, he does. his eyes. Yeah. He's killed off all the unlikable characters and uh, comes back. That's it. That That's is home film. sweet home. That is home sweet home. <laughs> what a <load of> shit. <laughs> but it was so bad, it was good. No, no. I <laughs> it don't was funny. Come that. on, it no. was funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. There was one funny, real funny moment, and that was the salad fingering. <laughs> Other than that, the only laughs I've got was just us talking about it now. Yeah. I didn't think it was funny. I, do you know what? I thought it was genuinely really fucking boring. <laughs> I couldn't see half the film. I thought there were too many massive plot holes. There there were no special effects really to speak of. No. Because all the kills... So the PCP sort of, tongue, I think. Yeah. That was the only thing that really happened of note. Because yeah. the other kills were either off screen... With some splatter of blood, um, or it was too dark to fucking see anything. Awful, lazy filmmaking, and I understand it probably had a really low budget, you know. But I've seen other low budget films that put a little bit more fucking effort into it. So you really enjoyed it, then, yeah? I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was seriously dire. Yeah, it's a one star for me. It. I wish. I could give it minus stars. (laughs) I genuinely thought that was atrocious. And, you know, like I was saying to Gary earlier, a film like The Room, it's a bad film. I understand that. It's a bad film. But at least they put some fucking effort into it. (laughs) Six million dollars worth of effort. There's a whole film dedicated to the making of the room because Tommy Wiseau maybe maybe put a little bit too much effort into it <laughs> maybe he should have given some other people work to do um, but this film I don't understand what happened for it just to be so shit well I'd like to say this is the last trust film we're talking about for a while but uh, I'll be lying What's uh, next week's film? Next Trash week's royalty. Next film is Batman and Robin. <laughs> Trash royalty, straight from the 90s. I, do you know what? I haven't seen it since I was younger. It's got a bad rep. But 10-year-old me thought this was the dog's bollocks. I loved this film when I was younger. Yeah. But it was great. Went to see it at the cinema. I thought Poison Ivy was great. Um, I thought Batgirl was a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful choice to introduce as a character. Um, I thought Dr. Freeze was hilarious. Yeah, so next week we're talking bat nips and ice puns. We're talking bat nips and ice puns, and I cannot wait. I haven't seen... I mean, Lord, I probably haven't seen it in about yeah. tw- 20 years. I've seen it a little more recently, and uh, yeah... Oh, I see. I see why it's trash royalty. Well, I say more recently, about three or four years ago. But uh, yes, yeah, so that is our episode next week. Again, happy Thanksgiving to our American listeners. Yes, um, celebrate by watching Home Sweet Home. Yeah. Uh, we are thankful that we didn't have to watch this film again. <laughs> watch Blood Rage instead. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. So check us out on social media. We are Horror Court Trash on Twitter, Horror Court Trash over on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Gazmo205 on Instagram, GasCruise92 on Twitter. 
I'm Chris Barker823 on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Uh, yeah, uh, Dead Gaz 92 on Letterboxd. I didn't think yeah. I'm plugging that. No, um, I'm, I'm trying to use Letterboxd a little more. I'm, I'm kind of getting used to it. Yeah, go give us a follow. Um, and also, if you're listening on iTunes, then give us a rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, everything else, like and follow. And that's it. We will see you same time, same place again next week. Bye.